Well, thank you for joining me today. Um, here with Dr. Brenda, we're going to be going over this session. It's called the Anatomy of Changing Software is going to be the podcast. And I'll be interviewing Dr. Brenda Patel, the COO of Smile Select, a multi-location group based in Southern California. So, Dr. Brenda, thank you for taking the time to meet with me today and join us on our podcast to unpack changing software. So, you've had an amazing journey in dentistry from clinician to entrepreneur to the C-suite level of an established group that you built. Um, can you share your journey with our listeners? Sure. Uh, first of all, thank you for the opportunity of being here. Um, uh, it's an honor to help you guys out. Um, my journey actually started quite early. Um, in high school, I had to decide what path of uh, profession I wanted to go into. My dad, who's also a dentist, never forced us to go into dentistry or anything like that, me and my siblings. And uh, I, got, I was lucky enough to get into a straight program at University of the Pacific in San Francisco and Stockton. It was a six-year program, so you know it was pretty much like no breaks in the middle. You just go through it from high school six years and you're out. That said, I was probably um, about to turn 23 when I graduated, so I was between 22, 23. Uh, so the way that the patients, of course, looked at me, the challenges of being a young dentist, you know, was quite different. That's that's where the story started. You know, uh, people taking me seriously. Are you the dentist? Or are you the hygienist? Or are you the assistant? Uh, that's where it started. Uh, of course, through hurdles and, you know, kind of uh, learning as I was practicing, um, we got to a point where clinically I felt like I wanted to be able to do more. And uh, that kind of led me into teaching or advising uh, other colleagues. So every time we would hire new graduates, we'd go through a program where we're teaching them or assisting them to become better, uh, quicker clinicians, efficient clinicians. And then from there, I started going more into management. And then uh, when I started to learn how to manage the business efficiently, then I pretty much uh, came up with the role of the COO for the company. That's fascinating. So you were done with dental school at 23 and you're a practicing clinician at that point. Yes, it, it, it is fascinating. Uh, you know, I went to dental school wow. in San Francisco. I wasn't 21 and I remember all my friends going out and doing things that you can do at that age. And I, I wasn't able to because I wasn't at that age yet. <laughs> so no choice but to buckle down and study, right? Exactly. Um, okay. That, that's great, though. It's a good problem to have and to, to accelerate. Um, yeah. If you don't mind, I'm going to shift gears. And can, can we talk about it's great that you have that background there and you started from a very young age, it sounds like, as a mentor in, in a leadership role. What did your vetting process look like for a software? And I know when you first looked at CareStack as a solution, that was about 14 months ago. And then you spent that time, you know, looking at many solutions that are in the marketplace when it comes to software to support an enterprise of your size. So would you mind unpacking for the audience what that looked like? Sure. So, um, uh, I would say about two years ago is when I was trying to look for a software as we were growing our locations uh, from 10 to 13 locations and whatnot, something that would encompass a lot of the different aspects that we're looking at uh, for the business. Not only the clinical aspect, the patient experience, and of course, the analytical aspect as business owners. I was lucky enough, you know, um, to have COVID kind of hit us because that gave us downtime. 
and that gave me time to really assess all the software. So as I was looking at different softwares through um, through those two years, even though COVID hit, then I was able to actually focus in on a few of the softwares um, that were you know, uh, cloud-based. That's kind of what we were looking for, uh, moving from server to cloud-based, just to make things a little bit easier for us to um, analyze from home or from anything like that. Um, so COVID gave me a lot of downtime. I was pretty sure I didn't want to sit there and just waste time. I wanted to utilize that time and say, what can I do to help my business? No one knew at that time how long it was going to take us to get back. You know, no one knew what was going on. Most people were sad or depressed that they had to close their offices because they didn't know what to do. So I said, either I can be sad and depressed as well, or I can utilize this time. I don't want to waste the time. And, you know, whenever we go back, be like, hey, I had all this free time. Why didn't I do this? <laughs> So that's what I really utilize the time to study the softwares, you know, looking at all these other softwares, you know, Curve, Softdent, Dentrix, EagleSoft, Denicom. There's so many different softwares out there. Um, and our factors that we were looking at were two main factors, of course, the features and the price. Those were the main things. And um, I was, as I was going through everything, um, I was realizing that I was comparing like apples to oranges when it came to price. Um, and of course, that's a big factor because, you know, when we're looking at multiple locations, we want to look at what is the total price monthly that this would cost. And sometimes one software may be higher, but you don't realize that you're using two softwares to do the same exact thing. And so the prices um, where I was comparing apples to oranges, when I started comparing apples to apples, it made more sense. Can you help me understand that? I mean, clearly, it's no surprise that you've landed with CareStack, and you know we're talking today. And I, I went through part of that process, but maybe could you expand on that? Like I, maybe this is something I didn't realize during that. Is when you say comparing an apple to an orange, like what would be an example of something you would still have to bolt on? Because I guess I've been at CareStack. I'm so used to all inclusive. I maybe don't have a good grasp of what's happening with some of my competitors out there. Sure. Yeah. No. And so um, CareStack is all inclusive, which is great. Um, so when I talk about uh, different fact, different things we have to use, so for instance, we have a practice management software. It does not include um, texting patients, right? So I had to come up with a way to be able to text patients um, to, for reminders and things like that as well. Um, we didn't have a system with them, uh, you know, to send out reminders. We were using a third party to send out reminders, campaigns, asking for reviews. All those types of things were third parties that we were using for. And then when COVID hit, there wasn't um, a system for us to get patient signatures online or, you know, send a text message to get a payment online. All these things are important at this point, which I was using like five different companies and paying probably almost the same exact amount versus switching to one. So when I started comparing that, it made more sense. And I think that kind of goes back to two years ago when I was just looking at, okay, the price of, let's say, um, CareStack versus EagleSoft. That was just comparing apples to oranges. There was no point of comparing the two prices because there was so much more in one company. I would have to compare five companies for that one company. Well put. Thank you for that. I appreciate the clarification, and I think the audience will as well. Um, do, do you mind if we shift gears slightly? Sure. It's kind of in the same vein as what we were talking about. So let's speak specifically to technology modernization. And why now? What changed in your perspective? Well, of course, COVID made a big difference of wanting things to speed up. 
But in July, I remember reading an article that said that there are more millennials than baby boomers at this point. Um, and that itself, you know, kind of tells you what we should be going towards. Um, and we know that at one point, the millennials and the next generations are all going to be uh, higher, uh, more numbered than the boomers. So, of course, there will be patients who may not um, be tech savvy, but a lot of them are and a lot of them want that. And so when the when the world shifts, you have to pivot. Right. That's that's the thing. So if the world is shifting and we're not shifting with it, then it's not going to work. And also, it wasn't only just about adding technology to the co company. It was the experience we were giving to patients. Um, when you work with a company that not only helps us as their clients, but also helps our clients, then that, you know, says a lot of the company. And I think that the workflow that CareStack is allowing makes the patient experience a lot better. No, I appreciate that. Are you seeing anything? Would you must fall into that generation. You graduated very young, you're a young dentist. Are you seeing that from your patients actively now that you're practicing and you're established, you made it to the C-suite? Are you seeing this in the practices on a day-to-day, -day, that desire to have an easier way from the patients to, to say pay or, like you said, to sign something? Yes, definitely. I think that uh, reminders, you know, they, they want it sent to their phone so they can add it to their Google calendars or, you know, iPhone calendars. Uh, they want to be able to pay online. Um, you know, not have to take out their credit card and swipe and, you know, that whole, that whole thing, uh, make the next appointments online, uh, request appointments online, you know, not have to pick up the phone. So all those things, um, the new generation wants things done fast, right? Uh, everything at your fingertips, right? Like who, who calls a taxi now? It's Uber, you know, people call Uber now. <laughs> so yeah. you track where your Uber is or even your Instacart, you know, you know where your groceries are, or where they, you know, where it is on route. So uh, technology is definitely allowing things to become easier uh, and allowing the experience to get better. That's a great example. Thanks for, for bringing that up. I mean, I guess I hadn't thought about that of watching your Instacart. Why might they're going to come to expect the same when they go pretty much anywhere as a consumer. Um, so, Dr. Brenda, I would like to ask you, you know, let's, let's talk about change management. Now, how do you prepare a staff? across a 10 location organization for a large switch like your practice management software. I feel that had to be a big process. Yeah, so it is quite a bit of a process. Our company, one of the main things that we strive on is change. Uh, rather than calling it change, we call it like evolving. So, you know, technology is always evolving. Companies are, okay. we're evolving. So rather than using the word change, which may kind of uh, you know, have the perspective a little bit different. Uh, we say we evolve. So mm -hmm. as we're evolving with products in the industry, we have to keep up with it, right? So how many times, you know, are you going to see people using dial-up? <laughs> if we were using dial-up internet still, right, we wouldn't be where we are at this point. So it's just everything is about evolving. Um, and honestly, with the team, knowing that they can uh, use an all-inclusive product versus having to log in and memorize logins for like five products, it just made it easier, right? Uh, it made my, it made the training easier for the employees. Uh, you guys have the CareStack University, which, you know, helped a lot. Um, you know, they can just watch the videos. It's a lot of self-training um, that helped quite a bit. But 
we've always been about technology, so uh, they know that something is, you know, going to come around the corner all the time. We're we're a little bit. I think most dentists are a little bit technology geeks. <laughs> you know, we get excited when yeah. when something new comes out. <laughs> It, it, interesting. I, I like that approach. I mean, so so with the word evolve, is that something that's been there since like the the start of Smile Select? Is this just been baked into the DNA of the organization? Yeah. So my dad also, when he started uh, over 30 years ago, he was all about technology as well. You know, he'd never had film in his practice. Okay. It was always digital x-rays uh, one way or another. And then, you know, he, he used laser dentistry when it was just coming out, um, you know, and all these things that he's always trying to be uh, pretty much high tech to make people's smiles healthier. Um, and this, we realized that practice management software also is one of those technologies that we didn't really tap into because we got so used to our workflow. But you don't know what you don't know. And when you start researching other, other products that are out there, you say, hey, yeah, you know what? I can utilize this. It's going to make everyone's experience better, uh, starting from patient experience, my team's experience, uh, associate doctor experience, and, of course, for us as owners, analytical um, data. So, oh, Great. That, that's fascinating, going going back the 30 years to the, to the origin there. <laughs> um, so... To continue on, like I had mentioned earlier, clearly, you know, it's no secret that you're CareStack client. Um, you know, why did you pick CareStack given, you know, relative unknowns when they were more established or maybe some might consider safer options to possibly choose in the marketplace? Um, that's a great question. Um, actually, I wanted to make my own software, and I told you that when we first started talking that I was in the process of, you know, from studying all these different softwares, I was like, oh, there's so many aspects of everything that I want to combine uh, and make my own. And I had a team that was ready to work with me, but I was like, I don't want, I don't have that time to reinvent the wheel. So the closest to what I was looking for was in CareStack. CareStack also is evolving. It is, you know, one of the newer companies, like you mentioned, um, you know, and I don't think of that as something that's unsafe. Um, I think of it as something that has room for evolution or growing or getting customer input, which you guys have already shown that you are interested in getting input from your doctors who are using it. So that was kind of one of the big, one of the big factors. The second thing was feedback. So I know that CareStack had allowed me to speak with some um, doctors and groups that were using it. And I think their feedback was very important for us. Um, that really helped kind of tip, up, tip us to the yes direction. Uh, a lot of those clinicians, surprisingly, were people who are using our current practice management system. So they already knew, like, if oh, I was okay. using, you know, the system I have right now, what improvements I was going to get when I was moving to CareStack. And that helped quite a bit um, because it wasn't, they weren't comparing it to a practice software previously that, I, that I've never seen. So it made it a little bit more relatable. Um, and then, of course, we also did like a feedback survey with our employees that, hey, if you could have your dream software, what would you want in it? And just some of the feedback we got does uh, kind of coincide with what CareStack had to offer for us. So those were the three main things that we kind of used to decide. Okay, so it's almost like you always also prepared your employees and then, you know, gave them a say in the process, like, you're you're helping select this, so 
you yeah. can't you can't hate it downstream, right? Like we're we're evolving here together, and everyone's involved. That's, that's yeah, fantastic. you know, I, I I like to get their input to see what changes they would like okay. in the company, right? Because overall, we want everyone to be happy. The experience that they have translates to the experience the patients will have. Um, and you know, I don't think an employee really likes to go through four or five different products to get one answer to whoever they need to report it to. So, you know, if you can get it all in one area, it's probably a better way to go. I appreciate that. That's good feedback. And also, uh, I'm flattered, like, that you're saying, like, our culture's mesh. That's that's great. Uh, going back again to that evolve and evolution within an organization and have it mesh with yours to be a good partnership for the long term. So, Dr. Brenda, you're currently in the implementation process for your growing DSO. So I want to ask, how has that experience been with CareStack so far? And to those listeners that we call it an implementation journey, you know, some people in the space just call it a conversion, which, you know, converting your data is part of it. But our team takes you on the implementation journey to get you set up. So I'll let, let you speak to how you feel that's going so far in that process. Yeah, no, it's great. I think the communication is great. You guys have done overall amazing job. Um, this is not the first time we're going to a new software. So when my dad started, just kind of to give you a little bit of history, when he, the software he was on, we went through a change to get to, let's say, software two, right? From what he had to software number okay. two. A few years later, when, as we were growing past four practices, we knew we couldn't be server-based, so we went to software three. And now this is software for. So we, I've been there through different journeys and different changes. And like you said, the other ones are not really journeys. The other ones are just conversions. There's a difference between a journey and a conversion. The fact is in the journey, someone's kind of holding your hand through the whole process. Um, and, you know, I decided for my company that I wanted to be the person who was in charge. And not every company, you know, is the COO going to be the person who's in charge overlooking all this. They may have a team member or a manager that they would have in charge of this sort of um, journey. But the reason I did it is because I wanted to understand every aspect of everything that was being um, converted and all those things so I can teach it appropriately if some, someone needed help troubleshooting. So overall, your team uh, has you know, done a great job with the handholding portion of it. Uh, you know, Also with the communication, they're really good. Um, and moreover, they're just making sure everything stays on schedule. And that's really hard to achieve most of the time, but they're doing a great job with that. Um, and they're very helpful. You know, I, I literally, I can probably talk to them later at when things are considered after hours. Um, and, and they're always available. Because, you know, as dentists, we work from, let's say, 8 to 5, right? But we learn from 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. So the time that I have to learn and do these things are from 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. And that's when your team's available for me. So it works out. I appreciate that. That's that's good feedback. And thank you for the kind words. That's yeah. fantastic. I'm glad to hear they're there for you. And uh, that's well put as well, too. I think a lot of folks you know, forget about that. And, and me included sometimes when I'm reaching out to doctors is, you know, usually you're sitting there with a patient in the chair during everyone else's normal business hours that, you know, to be accommodating, you have to move past five o'clock or into a weekend here and there to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, so it's well put. So I want to jump into the last question. This one you'll probably run with because just knowing your culture there of evolution. So we know you have a wish list. 
Um, what areas would you like to see enhanced inside of CareStack in the near future? Sure. So uh, the thing with the wish list, it's, it's uh, changing all the time, right? Something I would have wished for maybe two, three months ago, or even two years ago, is different than what I need now because COVID happened in the middle. But as for today, I think that there are quite a few um, areas where we can uh, wish that the practice management software has other integrations. Um, and that would help quite a bit. Like number one, having some sort of a phone app. Like I know there's a patient portal and things like that, but having it as an actual application on the iPhone, you know, patients can check whatever they need to quickly. They can make appointments quicker. Uh, doctors can check their productions, whatever it is. Just having an app just makes things a lot easier and user friendly. That's, that's one thing. Um, digital impressions is kind of becoming more mainstream at this point. So some sort of integration where uh, we can take a digital impression and it sends out with a lab case uh, attached to the patient, similar to how we're sending out lab slips. Um, of course, being able to um, link any sort of payroll system, uh, an HR system. So when employees are clocking in and out, it links directly to our HR uh, system um, and accounting and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, those are kind of the immediate uh, wish lists that I have. But I, I know every day or every few weeks I have something new and I share it with you guys. So I think, uh, and everything's positive feedback. You know, you guys get, you really get your sure. whole team uh, involved in all the ideas that I have. And I'm sure you, you guys have so many more clients giving you ideas as well. So that would be. That's well put. It, that's where we get a lot of our enhancements. I mean, you've said COVID a few times during this conversation. And, you know, looking at your wish list, that's where, you know, our team developed curbside check-in, you know, to have people check in curbside or parking lot. Some people call it different um, method of checking in. And then also, too, we pulled, you know, text to pay out of that. You know, nobody wanted to crowd around the front desk, touch yeah. a shared device, share their credit you card. So you, guys were, you guys were pretty early on on the teledentistry. Yeah. You have to be fully integrated right in. So, yeah, we appreciate that feedback, and that's what helps CareStack be better, grow, continue to expand, and deliver the, the, the features and necessities that are needed to, to run a modern dental clinic and can keep up pace with, like, a patient experience that you all want to deliver, right? That's ever-evolving based yeah. on what the patient wants, ultimately. Well, you know, Dr. Brenda, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. I feel like this has been a, a great topic. It was really helpful to, to kind of see the anatomy of a group of your size and what goes into this decision-making process um, for such a large decision. Um, I would say you, you play it really cool, though. <laughs> I, I see a lot of other people in your position kind of sweat, but I, I guess I didn't realize it had been four times, so this is kind of, yeah. I don't want to say old hat, but you're getting like, good at it um, <laughs> and, and, and aren't afraid oh, of the change. changing, right? It's supposed to, it's supposed to be a yeah. one-time. That's it. But everything changes, right? Like, I don't know what's going to happen 10 years from now. So we just, you have to embrace it, right? Embrace the evolving uh, realm of dentistry. I, I guess it'll push us to keep up with you. So we'll, we'll do our best. I mean, we, we didn't graduate at 23 with a, a doctorate, but we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to keep pace. Um, I appreciate your time today. You know, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, say hi to the staff for me. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Brenda.